recorded live. unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow Christians and friends, the Hope Covenant Kingdom Hour of Prayer open form is now on the air. We come to you each and every Friday at 4 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. If you would like to join us, you might do so by dialing us at area code 724-444- 7444 and enter in the call ID 125026 followed by the pound sign. We ask that you please mute your phones or you can join us live and on demand streaming at www.talkshoe.com forward slash TC forward slash 125026. We are a Bible believing ministry. Our discussions and teachings are solely Christian, faith-based. We are a production of Hope Covenant, Church of Prayer Incorporated, Chicago, Illinois, Bronzeville. The number to call us is Erico 773-924-2790. I am your host, Pastor Michael Body.
is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host shall encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. The word of God. Thanks be unto God that giveth us the victory through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. For he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. By his stripes we are healed. We praise God from whom all blessings flow. God is a good God, and he is good all the time. And when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, I thank God for saving me. Amen, amen. We would just like to take this time to thank you for allowing us to come into your homes, your place of business, your place of confinement, on your job, driving along in your car, wherever you were kind enough to tune us in at this 4 o'clock hour. We say, as we say, each and every Friday, it's just nice. To be nice. And folk just don't have to be nice. So we lift up the name of Jesus and we praise him for he is worthy. On one occasion Jesus said, for if these hold their peace, the rock would cry out. And I don't want a rock to cry out for me, so I'm not ashamed to praise his name. For he is worthy to be praised. We're so happy to visit with you again on this evening. And we're coming to you and we are praying for each and every one of you who have called in. We're keeping you lifted up before the Lord for we living in peerless times. A lot of us had lost loved ones. A lot of us had lost friends. There are many amongst us that are sick. There's so much going on in the land, so much going on in the country, but God. And I just want to speak into your lives right now and let you know what's to come is better than what has already been. God is not slack in his promise. Walk in your season. The best is yet to come. The failure is not in God. 
It's in me. It's in me. Change your attitude, and you'll change your life. I encourage you, my brothers and my sisters, look to the hills from which cometh your help, all your help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Don't be weary in well-doing. For we shall all reap if we faint not. Look to the hills from which cometh your help. And he said, cast your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Somebody need to know that there is no secret what God can do. What he does for others, I stand and I tell you, on today that he'll do the same thing for you. He'll bless your neighbor, and he'll bless you too. There just is no secret what God can do. So we just thank God on today for being a good God and for being a gracious God. We thank you for his we're thanking him for his mercy and his grace and his favor in our lives. We are also on today we're praying for the family of Henry Hamer, who was a close friend who he went home to be with the Lord. We're praying for that family who is a lifetime friend of Sister Harriet Thompson-Wells. And it's that family today, it's us tomorrow. God don't make mistakes, and he's too merciful to be unjust. And so we said to that family, earth have no sorrow, that heaven cannot heal. We're also praying for those who are incarcerated, we're praying for my cousin, little Milton Wardlaw. We are praying even for uh, Pastor Casey January and for uh, Pastor Maurice. I can't think of his name. But we're praying for uh, Pastor Maurice, and the name is going to come to me. But... And also on my list today, I want to add Evening Star Missionary Baptist Church. We're keeping up Evening Star Missionary Baptist Church. Lift it up. God is still on the throne. We're lifting up churches and pastors everywhere. God is getting ready to restore churches. God is getting ready to bring churches, pastors back into order. I speak peace over the city on today. The five-fold ministry is getting ready to be back in full forces that the saints be perfected, that the work of the ministry go forth and the edifying of the body of Christ. At this time, if you tuned in and you're online right now, and you would like to state your name, your church affiliation, or just have something to say, 
You might do so at this time. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. This is Sister Wells. Uh, thank you for the prayers. Uh, I just want to honor God on today because he is worthy, worthy, worthy of all the praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for being who you are today, tomorrow, and forever. I just want to say, uh, keep me in prayer, and thank you, Elder Body, for uh, the work that you are doing. I am uh, learning a lot of things in the Bible study, and I thank God for that. Amen. And we are... keeping you uh, lifted up in prayer and the loss of your friend to let you know that he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He will come unto you. Look to the hear from which come at your help. All your help coming from the Lord. Is there another? Is there another? Amen. Is there another? We don't want to overlook you. We want to thank you for those that logged into the chat. And we want to thank you for logging in, for sharing in with us the Hope Covenant Kingdom Hour Prayer. We want to let you know we appreciate you. And that's why we take out this time as we go forth in this holiday season Let us remember that Jesus is the reason for the season, for therefore we must continue to lift him up. For he said, and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, he said, I'll draw all men unto me. Is there another? If not, let us go to the throne of grace. Father, we thank you. You've been good to us. You've been merciful. We thank you for your mercy, grace, and favor over our lives. We thank you for life, for health, for strength. We thank you for just blessing us, for keeping us, for holding us, for the shelter that you provided for us. And then we thank you for life. We thank you for our families. We thank you for our friends. We thank you for food on our tables. We thank you for keeping us when we couldn't keep ourselves. We thank you, Father, that when we went through whatever we went through, Father, that yet you brought us out. For you are God that won't fail. And so we are praising you in advance. We are praising you for your mighty works. We are praising you for your excellent greatness. We're just praising you because you are God and you are God all along. You can speak men and lay down and die. You are speaking and rise up and live again. So we praise your name. Now, Father, we speak over our churches, over our city, over the leaders of our nations. We pray for restoration. We ask that you would send your power. We need your power right now in our homes, in our schools, 
excuse me, in our neighborhoods, that peace will abide, that love will be shown one for another, Lord, and then, Father, that you will put us back in the order that we have fallen away from. We realize that sin is rapid everywhere, and so, Father, we ask that you set free, heal, and deliver, that you bind up broken hearts, oh, God, that you come against every unclean spirit, Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we need you right now. We can't do nothing without you. Father, we, we, we cancel out every assignment that Satan have launched against us, and we rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we ask that you equip us to do your work, that we might go in and out before your people, preaching teaching your word that you be glorified, the church be edified. We need you right now. We need you for healing. Father, we need you for understanding. We need you for blessings. Oh, God, touch somebody right now. Somebody's sick right now. Somebody in the hospital right now. Somebody uh, lost a loved one. And it's going through, Father. But you said you wouldn't put more on us than we are able to bear. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, bless right now. We, we can't do nothing until you come, Father. Allow your glory cloud to come down and touch somebody, Father. We need you more than we ever needed you before. Look on our preachers, our bishops, our apostles, our pastors, and our teachers. We have a work to do that we might restore relationships in our church, that we might bring back what we have lost. And we know we can only do it, Father, through you. Because you are the author. You are the finisher of all things. We trust in you because you never left us. And you said you would never leave us nor forsake us. Send your power down right now. Destroy yokes right now. We need you, Lord. Touch right now. Touch right now, Lord. Destroy the yokes of bondage right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, cover us with the blood of Jesus. Now, Father, look on somebody. Look on that somebody. Somebody going through today, Father. Somebody going through. But, Father, I know that you could change things. You could turn it around. So we're asking you to turn it around to be your holy will. And then, most of all, bless everybody who called in, everybody that logged in, every preacher. And then, Master, look on Hope Covenant Church of Prayer. Look on this, your humble servant. 
have me to be one. You're calling for this last and evil day. And then, Father, anoint me to do your work. And we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we offer up this prayer. And all those people of God did say, Amen. This is the Hope Covenant Kingdom Hour of Prayer, and we are streaming live on another Friday evening. We invite you to join in with us each and every Friday at 4 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm your host, Pastor Michael Body. If you still have time to dial, area code 724-444-7444, enter the call ID, 125-026, followed by the pound sign. Please mute your phone. And you can also join us live and on demand streaming. And all you have to do is just put into your browser, www.com. Dot talkshoe.com forward slash TC one two five zero two six. We are a production of Hope Covenant Church of Prayer, Chicago, Illinois, Bronzeville. Amen. Call us on this week at every code seven seven three nine two four two seven nine zero. We are a non sponsored hour. Any and all donations would be appreciated. Please please call us. At the church office, 773-924-2790. Amen. On today, on today, we are talking about forgiveness. We're talking from the subject forgiveness, forgive, forgiveness or forgiveness, or however you might want to say it. We Forgiveness is, some, is something that we, in the body of Christ, really need to discuss. That is something that might must be prevalent in our lives. We have to understand that uh, we are forgiven. We are forgiven, and the reason we are forgiven is that we might forgive. We want to thank uh, Reverend Kenneth Jenkins. We thank you, Reverend Kenneth Jenkins, uh, for calling in, and he says, "Hey, Chicago, my home, my old hometown." So we don't know where he's calling, where he's logging in from. But I thank you for being our special guest in the chat, Reverend Kenneth Jenkins, Reverend Kenneth R. Jenkins, and we say to you, may God bless you. So we talking forgiveness, brothers and sisters, forgiveness in the Bible. Is a prominent thing. Yet, it's not uncommon for Christians to have questions about forgiveness. I understand myself that a lot of time to forgive a lot uh, in different situations might not be as easy as we think. The act of forgiving forgiving does not come easy for a lot of us. Our natural instinct is to recoil in self-protection, in other words, self-preservation. 
when we've been hurt, when we've been talked about, when we've been lied on. We don't naturally overflow with mercy. All of us, ain't we haven't got there yet. So we don't have that mercy and that grace and that understanding when we know somebody have did us wrong. Amen. Amen. Is forgiveness a conscious choice? Is it a, a, a physical act? Involving the will, or is it a feeling and an emotional state of being? The Bible says that uh, the answer to these and other questions about forgiveness, we must look at and frequently ask questions and find out what does the Scripture say about forgiveness. Number one. Is forgiveness a conscious choice or an emotional state? First of all, forgiveness has nothing to do with your emotions. Forgiveness is a choice that we make through a decision of our will. I'm going to say that again. Forgiveness is a choice that we make through a decision of our will but motivated by, put a pen in that, motivated by obedience to God and his commands to forgive. God commands us, brothers and sisters, to forgive. Amen. God commands us to forgive because he forgave us. He so loved the world that he Gave his only begotten son for us to forgive us for uh, from our sins and to save us. The Bible instructs us to forgive as the Lord forgave us. We only give you one verse: Colossians, the third chapter, Colossians, the thirteenth verse. It says, "Bear with each other." Watch this. Bear. You need to put up with some stuff with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Woo, that's hard to do. That's hard to do. But the Bible instructs us, again, Colossians 3, 13, bear each other and forgive what grievances, whatever difference you may have against somebody. And sometimes forgiveness is uh, very difficult, very difficult. But when we look at Jesus, who went to the cross, who gave up his life, that we might live, if Jesus could forgive, we ought to be able to forgive as well. Amen. Amen. Jesus forgave us for whatever we, whatever sins we committed. Amen. There are several verses in the Bible that we can allude to that will give us the instructions and the direction we need to go as believers. And we are thanking 
our sister Priscilla Moore for uh, being on the chat today as well, along with Reverend Kenneth Jenkins. Thank you, Sister Moore. Uh, Ephesians 4 and 32 uh, says, And be ye kind, some of us just mean, one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. God has forgiven us for the sake of Jesus Christ. When we was in our sins, when we had messed up, when we was on our uh, way to hell, God sent his son to be appropriation for our sins. Mark eleven twenty five. And when ye stand praying, watch this, forgive if ye have an all uh-oh, against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive your trespasses. I don't understand how sometimes we go to church and we commune and we know that we have an alt against our brother and we have not for uh, giving them. We have not forgiven our brother. The Bible in Mark 11 and 25 says, when you stand praying, you need to forgive. If you have a halt, and we get there sometimes, you ought to have enough God in you to have a forgiving spirit. Luke 17, third chapter, uh, 17, third verse, take heed to yourself. If thy brother pass against thee, rebuke him, and if he repent, Forgive him. It's nothing wrong with you letting somebody know that I know you done me wrong, but that don't mean that you need to go outside and fight. That need that you need to let him know in this sense in Luke seventeen and three when it states rebuke him and if he repent, in other words, I done you wrong, sister Moore. I, I didn't mean to do what I did to you, sister Moore, and and, and and then Sister Moore needs to forgive me. Because if I repent that I didn't realize that I hurt you, I didn't realize I did that. So it is becomes our responsibility that we have a repentive and forgiving spirit. Matthew six and fourteen said, For if we forgive men their trespasses and look at that word, if. If ye forgive men their trespasses, that means church folk too, then what will happen? Your heavenly Father will also forgive you. So let's reverse that. Can we reverse that verse? If you don't, God will not, in other words, forgive you if you do not forgive men who trespass against you. I just turned that around. Again, Colossians 3 and 13, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you. Don't hold on to no grudge. It hurts you more than it hurt them. Your blood pressure up. Do you know when you upset 
you give yourself a headache, you keep getting headaches, it leads to strokes, it leads to hypertension, it leads to diabetes, and a lot of, of, of diseases and infirmities in the body comes from your attitude. Luke 6, Luke 6 and 37, Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgiven, ye shall be forgiven. We need to stop judging other folks. And then when we get judged, we got an attitude. And we can't take it. And we need not to condemn people. And then we won't be condemned. But we must have a forgiving spirit. Matthew eighteen twenty one. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, and this is it. How oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? And he asked, till seven times? But Jesus' response was 70 times, seven times, and only one day. In other words, Jesus wasn't putting a number on it. Jesus was allowing uh, 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 him to understand that there is no limit on forgiveness. Forgiveness is part of spiritual growth. As we grow in the spirit and we have a foundation of agape love that has been empowered through the Holy Spirit in us, then we automatically will practice the art of forgiveness. First Peter 3 and 9, not rendering evil for evil. She's not speaking to me, I'm not speaking to her. She didn't call me, I'm not calling her. It's evil for evil. Or railing for railing. But cont- contrary-wise, blessing, knowing that ye are there unto called, that you should inherit a blessing. If you want to inherit a blessing, you can't do an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Amen, amen, amen. So we just are praying that we in the body of Christ, those of you brothers and sisters that called in, that whatever we go through, whether it's on the job, whether it's in the house with our families, whether it's in the church, amongst the saints, among those in leadership positions, that we would have a forgiving spirit. We need to have a forgiving spirit, amen, in order that we will be forgiven. Uh, We're going to, especially for uh, Evening Star Missionary Baptist Church, for Bishop Bester Lewis Dixon, uh, we're going to, I forgot the artist, oh, the the Tri-City Singers and Giants. And for Sister Priscilla Moore.
That was Donna Lawrence and the Tri-City Singers. This is the Hope Covenant Kingdom Hour of Prayer Open Forum on another Friday evening with your host, Pastor Michael Body. And we're so glad to have you here with us on this day. And we want to let you know that it's coming down. We want you to know that it's coming down. Whatever giants you got, Sister Priscilla Moore, and especially for you, Ms. Stein, Bishop Vester Lewis Dixon, that has got to come down. Giants, they do die. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. <coughs> Excuse me, by way of announcement, by way of announcement. Okay, let's see if we can get our announcement. Okay, by way of announcement. You are cordially. You are cordially invited to the Church of Living Faith, 1853, East on 79th Street in Chicago, Illinois, 60649, in the South Shore area. That is on this Sunday, Sunday, December 11, 2016, at 12 o'clock noon. At the 12 o'clock noon service, I, Pastor Michael Body, Pastor of Hope Covenant Church of Prayer, Incorporated, I will be the guest speaker, and my subject, you don't look like what you've been through. Come expecting God for a miracle. The Reverend Dr. Milton Shelby is the pastor and teacher. I'm looking for you to be there. I'm looking for uh, those who love the Lord, those who want a word from the Lord, and I'm inviting you, Paulette, to be my special guest. And, again, meet me Sunday at 12 noon at the Church of Living Faith, 1853 East, 79th Street at 79th and Benedict in Chicago, Illinois, and that is, again, on this Sunday, Sunday, December 11th, 2016, at 12 o'clock noon. Amen. I am the pastor of Hope Covenant Church of Prayer Incorporated. Amen. I'm Pastor Michael Body. I will be the guest in this subject. We will be speaking from is you don't look like what you've been through. And I want to let you know that you don't look like what you've been through. And so... We are expecting God for a miracle. I'm looking for you, you, and for even you. We're looking for you, amen, at the Church of Living Faith, at the Church of Living Faith. Also, uh, by way of announcement, by way of announcement, Okay, let's see, Hope Covenant. All right. Okay. On this Sunday, what should I say, Pastor Karen Williams, Sunday, December 25th, Saturday, December 31st, Sunday, January 1st, uh, will be three great power pack services and one special time. And guest speaker, Prophet Antonio Rockwood-Moore, Powerhouse Ministries International, and that will be at First Pentecostal Church of God, 5146 South Ashland Avenue in Chicago, Illinois. Now, Hope Covenant Church of Prayer Bible Study will not be at 704 
East on 43rd Street during the cold months. Our Bible study will be be streaming live via Facebook. This Tuesday, December 13, 2006, from 7 o'clock p.m. through 8 o'clock p.m., this your humble servant, Pastor Michael Body. Uh, we are on Lesson 7. We'll be talking about and teaching about forgiveness. Amen. We are Hope Covenant Church of Prayer, Chicago, Illinois, Bronzeville. Amen. And we are looking uh, for each and every one of you to support us. Again, uh, we also asking for your your donations to help us as we go forth with our church plant. Amen. All right. So I just want to talk about a little bit more about forgiveness. Forgiveness. You cannot forgive too much because God forgives us. That's all the reason for us to forgive others. A lot of times we fall out with people and we just hold a grudge from now on. Suppose God was like that, but he is a forgiving. God is just a forgiving God. I want to open the floor up uh, if there's any questions. And I want to say this to you. We need to look at 1 John 1 and 9 and speaking of forgiveness. If we confess our sins, watch this. He is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Forgiveness is unlocking the door to set someone free and realizing, first of all, that you were a prisoner until you loosed forgiveness in their life. So we have to understand that forgiveness is unlocking a locked door that we might set somebody else free, and actually we set ourselves free and from the bondage of unforgiveness. So we must we must do that, brothers and sisters. We need to understand that uh, in the book of Ephesians four and thirty two it said, "Be kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another." Even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Mark 11 and 25 says, And when ye stand praying, again, forgive. And forgive those if we have an ought against our brother. As a believer in, in God, our relationship with God is restored. But what about our relationship with human beings? Just because God will forgive us and restore our relationship, we need to also understand that our relationship with our brothers and sisters and other fellow human beings is also essential. The Bible states that when we uh, sometimes hurt uh, others or others hurt us, we are under an obligation to God to forgive. And Jesus is very clear on that point, and I'm going to give one more verse. For He says in Matthew the 6th, 
chapter 14 and 15 verse 4, if you forgive others, people, when they sin against you, he says your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive their sins, your Father will not forgive you, your sins. Refusing to forgive is a sin. If we receive forgiveness from God, we must also give forgiveness to other folk that hurt us. We cannot go around holding grudges, seeking revenge, because vengeance is mine, said the Lord. We ought to trust God for justice and forgive that person who did us wrong. That does not mean that we have to forget the offense. However, usually that's beyond our power. Forgiveness means that we must release the other from the blame and leave the event in God's hand, and when we do that, we must leave it alone. All right, do we have any questions and comments? Any questions and comments about forgiveness? Because I know we've been there. It's, uh, some people put us in some positions where it makes it almost possible for us to forgive. But in order for us to make it in, we have to forgive. We have to forgive. So I'm just relying on a little space. Because a lot of us got forgiveness issues in our families that we haven't dealt with. We have offended people in our families. We have done stuff to our children. Children have uh, disrespected parents. And some of us still are carrying around that unforgiveness. That's where genera- uh, generational curses come in. Uh, when we hold things that happen. We have people that stole stuff from us that we're still holding on to. We have people that lied on us. We've had relationship problems. There are some mothers and fathers that's carrying stress and burdens and sicknesses because of things that they've done in the past. And that It's what happens even if we have forgiven spirits, but we don't release the hurt, that we hold on to it. And when we forgive, we need to leave it at the altar. We need to leave it at the altar. I have several people that hold things, that have held things against me, or they're holding things against me, but I don't suffer because I have forgiven them, and I have released it and laid it on the altar in order for you to be able to sleep at night. And there are some people that say, I can't sleep at night. I like staying up late, but I can sleep whatever time I get in the bed. And you, and, and the one thing that forgiveness will do for you, it will give you a peace of mind. There's a thin line between sanity and insanity, and when you're under a lot of stress because you're holding stuff, you just be surprised how close you are to being 
in a suicidal or being in a state of mental depression, anxiety attacks, because we have not released and forgiven. I say to you, brothers and sisters, let us pray for forgiveness. Let us pray that God give us forgiving spirit. Things that happened in the past that we released them, that since we have forgave, that, Father, that you would just touch us and lift the burden of unforgiveness up off of us. Is there anybody? I don't want to overlook anybody on the day. Somebody has a forgiveness issue that they might want to say something about. Sometimes we haven't forgiven others, and uh, until you release that, you put yourself in a spiritual prison. You put yourself in a spiritual prison. And so we need to release and let go so that we can go forward and so that we can have a fruitful life. So I pause because I wanted to give that person a chance to talk about their forgiveness issue. We got some sibling rival situations, people that still holding stuff about what happened with my little brother. I said this to him. I did this to him. Well, and and we're holding on to that stuff. And then we're wondering where all of these manners of, of sickness and disease are coming from. Anger issues, uh, hatred issues, uh, uh, different emotional disturbed issues and anger management issues come from the lack of forgiveness, forgiveness. Let us remember, God forgave us. He forgave us. Not only did he forgive us, he went a step further. He cast, he took our sins, now watch this, blotted them out, cast them into the sea of forgetfulness that they won't rise back up. That's what grace is. Unmerited favor through the death-bearing and resurrection of Jesus Christ. When we forgive, we allow God's grace to come in and to turn whatever situation it is around and make it better. We need to pray and ask God, give us a spirit of forgiveness. And if we trust in the Lord and lean not to our own understanding and in all our ways acknowledge him, I come to tell you he will direct your path. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in today. I am praying for each and every one of you that called in on today that those who will listen in uh, 
when you feel like that you need to be uplifted and that yes, you have a forgiveness yes. situation in your life, yes, that you could call in and say, Father, as he said, when somebody do to you, do something to you, you got to be able to say, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Sometimes your your relative don't talk to you right. You got to be able to say, Father, hallelujah, hallelujah, grace. Forgive them. They know not what they do because you know what? Jesus, the Bible said we can't let the sun go down in our wrath. That's what He said. When you lay down at nighttime, you don't know that you're gonna get back up. And if you lay down, it is best that you don't lay down with an unforgiving spirit. Yes, Lord. Father God, we come in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise your holy name. We come and say thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, just have mercy upon us. Look on everybody, Lord. You're a great God. You're a forgiving God. You're a just God. Hallelujah. Father God, I come and ask you to forgive me for all of my sins. Lord, look on all of my children. Keep us all in the name of Jesus. Look on everybody, Lord. Look on our bishop at Evening Star and the whole entire issue of the Star family. Look on everybody over here and there, Lord. Just let us be one big happy family in the name of Jesus. Father God, you are so good and so wonderful. Jesus, I'm asking, praying for my son, Dan. Please have mercy upon him. Open up his understanding. Teach him the way that you have him to go. You love us all, Lord. Lord, have mercy. You so for just God. Lord, just have mercy right now, Lord. Look on the sick and the afflicted everywhere. Lord, look on the bereaved family. Have mercy. Let them know that you don't make no mistake. In the name of Jesus. Father God, have mercy upon us, Lord. Lord, look on my family, our whole entire family. Look at this blessed. Lord, look on these children as they're going to and for. They're just killing. Father God, we know that you have the control over the weather. But please, Lord, lead them and let them know how to drive and stop all this accident that's going on, Lord. All this have mercy upon us, Jesus. Lord, look on the death, Lord. Have mercy in the name of Jesus. Pastor, look on our pastor, uh, everybody, Lord. Look on Pastor Body in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We just thank you for everything. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for food and everything, for clothes on our back. Lord, we just say glory hallelujah. Lord, you suggest, God, and we want to thank and praise you in the name of Jesus. And I see everybody say amen and amen. 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 Am